It's like, is every chapter just like going through the motions or are you living your life and like making each chapter incrementally better than the last and using the lessons from each chapter to make the future chapters that much better? Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hello, hello. Hi. I've missed you. Well, I mean, I talk to you every day, but... Everybody else, hi. Hi. We are here and sorry for our little mini podcasting hiatus, but lots of stuff happening in the world of every kind and uh, this had to sit on the back burner and simmer for a little bit. Yeah. And trust us, uh, it was probably better that way because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're figuring stuff out and we've learned over the course of the last seven and a half years that... Obviously, it's it's best to give it your all, and if you can't give it your all, you might need to take a seat there for a sec. <laughs> take a seat, and um, what do you say? First things come first. No, yep. what do you say? Put yeah. first things first. Put first things first, and we had lots of other first things that were coming first, but we are back, and I'm so excited to chat um, to you so other people can hear us. <laughs> I know, right? These these conversations that are recorded. It's really oh, just them. it's just really a wonderful thing. If you are new here, I am Colleen, otherwise known as CB. I am also Colleen and I am CS. Sometimes I, I I know sometimes I forget. It's hard for me. I forget who I am. And this is um You Fit Here, our podcast. Yeah. We're a little out of practice. Or I'm out a little out of, of practice. Practice. I used to have our spiel like just hammered down. Now it's got a. We it's fresh. It's fresh again. It is fresh again, and I'm okay. uh, I'm just really happy to be recording right now. Me too. So I'm what's so good, CS? Oh boy! Wow. I know. Weren't expecting that question. No, I totally forgot because it's been such a long time. What's good? Oh, boy. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm patiently awaiting college acceptance letters, not for myself, but for Connor now that he's applied and, you know, they're coming. And so, yeah, or, you know, whatever it may be, rejection, acceptance, we'll, we'll take it in stride. And do you remember the movie Accepted? from like yes. forever ago and it was really wait is that the one where he starts his own college yes right and he lies to his parents and like yeah. buys an old psychiatric ward or something yeah that movie was so funny if i is that okay I'm, justin I, long right yes i, I like love him. him we we should rewatch that or when connor when it's the time <laughs> when it's the time when it's the time no but actually what's good is he's becoming a little bit more level-headed about the reality of his future and and just kind of not, you know, selling other awesome opportunities and possibilities short based solely on his obsession with one university, which mm-hmm. is solely based on his obsession for a football player from when he was in second grade. So, But his dedication has really um, 
it's it's inspiring and it's also especially I I joked with him the other day that I could probably become famous on TikTok if all I did was record videos. Yeah. Recanting the words that just came out of his mouth or simply showing his text messages. He was like, you, you should, you should totally do that. Then I might be famous. And I was like, I'm not even going to give that to you, Connor. I'm not going to give that to you. <laughs> this is not how we learn and grow. Anyway, what's good for you? Oh, I really like that. His future. Um, I'm going to try. You have news. I do. Since the last time we recorded. I think. What do I have news about? <laughs> oh, did I not I mention think. this ever? I mean, it's been a while. It has been a while. Okay, well, if I have not mentioned, I am currently in the phase of why the heck did I get a puppy? <laughs> I'm just Does kidding. Does everybody go through this or is it so. just everybody? <laughs> I think so. I think it's like there's the cute puppyhood, like the first couple weeks, and then it's the like reality sets in and it's so much work, which I've always said, I believe puppies are harder than babies, personally, my babies. Um, my puppies have always been harder than. So, like, I knew it was coming, but you just, like, sweet Kingston at the end of her life was the most gentle, perfect angel on earth. And now I have this psychotic, psychotic, adorable little devil. Um, and I love her, but yeah, so we, we got a dog and remember I said on the podcast once upon a time that I wanted to get a Jack Russell and call it Al Fredo. I do remember that. And that I would have to do lots of convincing. Well, I did get the Jack Russell. We did not name her Al Fredo. However, my son wanted to name her Alice and I was like, oh, there's Al. So maybe someday that'll be a nickname, but her name is Pip. And she is adorable, and she sits on my shoulder like a parrot in the car. <laughs> and um, the other day in Carline, she puked all over my lap, and I couldn't do anything about it for like a solid 30 minutes. Um, yeah, she's psycho, but really cute, and I know someday my husband will love her. It's just not today. <laughs> it's not – this is not the chapter that Scott will love Pip. No, he's like, this is your dog – I don't love her. I was like, you will love her. Just not anytime soon. <laughs> well, you know, I, I kind of get that. There are yeah. some days when certain people don't love certain people. So yeah. it's only natural. I mean, dogs are part of the family and it's a love-hate relationship a lot. It is. And one of my dance students who has a Rottweiler, who I love, got a Rottweiler puppy last week and brought her to dance and so I sent a picture to Scott and I was like I mean we may as well just be in the chaos together because we know we want like an odd couple like a big dog and a small dog oh the best pictures ever and he's like I would have gotten 10 Rottweilers instead of Pip <laughs> but now we have Pip <laughs> oh she'll calm down I know I mean I remind him that Kingston as a puppy was Satan's spawn also so we'll get there in due time. And After I mean, all the scabs on our bodies heal, on our, our Achilles. And the scars remain, reminding you of... Yeah. Why well, to never kidding. get a puppy again. Just kidding. Right. So much Yeah. Fun. I mean, puppies are... They are a lot of work. But I remember you telling me that, yes, they are a lot of work, but their love mm -hmm. so outweighs mm -hmm. all the pain in the butt things that, that they do and destroy and... Yes. You know, all of that. So, uh, 
but yeah. So anyway, but that doesn't have to be your good news. I just wanted you no, to announce that it. that is my good news. But also my good news is your hilarious story yesterday that you were texting <sighs> me when I was trying not to pee my pants because <laughs> it was so funny. So I'm going to make you recap that for the um, listeners today. Well, it's it's I like to blame Rachel, but it's technically my fault. Although I am wondering why I did not get a notification that my groceries that I ordered which I always get updates because normally they're out of things and they're texting me like, can we replace this? Da, 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 da. But I guess I did a really superb job of outlining what they could and couldn't replace before they sent the groceries. And maybe they didn't feel the need to let me know that they were on my front porch. Anyway. Well, can I just read the text you sent me? Because how <laughs> sure. you phrased That's a great it, recap. It's so funny. She says, my groceries were delivered, but I didn't get a notification. Rachel came in with a chicken breast, and honestly, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh, that sucks for someone else out there. (laughs) Wait, did you take the chicken breast out of her mouth when she walked in? I didn't see it. She dropped it on the floor. (laughs) And I picked it up with paper towels, and I was like, ew, gross. Ugh, sucks for somebody. And then she's scratching at the door again, and I was like, wait a minute. Okay, then you said, I was busy working, and then it dawned on me, maybe my order arrived and they didn't alert me. She ate about three raw chicken tenders. Should I be very worried? The, the I just love is- that she walks in with a chicken breast and you're like, oh man, wonder where she found that. I've kind of gotten like that, and I've been getting in trouble by my yeah. husband because She'll, she just wants attention. It's all she wants. Yeah. She just, you know, she's roaming by with something that she knows she shouldn't have in her mouth. And I'm just kind of like, eh. Honestly, I'm, I'm trying to declutter anyway. I just feel like the more she <laughs> destroys, the better off we all are. And so, it, and I, I was really focused on something. And when my brain allows me to be focused, it's kind of a magical thing. Uh-huh. And it doesn't happen often. So, I really was not thinking clearly. But I, I go out there and there's the whole package and they're strewn around the yard. I'm like, oh, I mean, she probably loved it. But totally. She had a huge blowout in her crate a couple was like two oh. weeks ago or whatever. So I was just dreading what was to come. But we she's made it fine. through the night and Good. she's she's fine. So maybe, maybe, you know, I don't know. I dogs are special. Very special. One time we had an English bulldog who ate, I think I've told this on here, probably, a like bulk bag of conversation hearts. And we found him like laying in the closet, just like foaming rainbow colors and couldn't get up. And he was fine. (laughs) Because it's the chocolate that'll do him in. No, it was like those. Oh, right. But it was the. But still. Powdery sweetheart ones, you know. Oh, yeah. I know because Doug tried to hand them out for Halloween. Ew. He's like, if we run out of candy, don't forget about those conversation hearts we have in the pantry. (laughs) I was like, which are probably expired. And I'm just going to pretend. We have some raw chicken breasts. Those might be better. (laughs) The worst part is that the chicken is for Danny because he is a little chef and doing a lot. And, you know, he was pretty bummed because I promised I'd get him chicken. And I did technically, but. That's. So funny. Alas. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I guess next time I place a grocery order, dear Well, what I'm wondering is I placed a grocery order and it was delivered to my neighbors, but like our driveways, you can't 
see their house and I also didn't get a notification and I'm thinking to myself, I probably turned off the notifications at some point, right? Because they sat on my neighbor's step for like four hours in the middle of summer and I had to throw away half of my stuff. Oh. And I was like, where are our groceries? And then I looked up the picture and it was next door. See, this is why I like DoorDash because they take a picture and they text it to you. Yeah. Which is so great. Now, I did not complain because I just feel like we all have these types of days. Plus, my neighborhood is a little weird and the mailboxes are all on one side of the street. So it's kind of hard to tell, you know, I mean, you should look at the numbers on the houses, but, uh, Mm -hmm. you know irregardless is that is that the word regard it's regardless regardless the picture was not I think that's not a word I think I learned it on TikTok I always say irregardless I don't think it exists I think it's just regardless Regardless. I could be I could be wrong I could be mixing it up with something else interesting I learned on TikTok and I'm just like you know but uh, it was a picture of not my porch my blaze pizza not mm-hmm. on my porch. And I was like, well, that's my neighbor's porch. So I scantily ran across the lawn and plucked it from the chair across the street. And luckily they don't have a ring doorbell or anything like that. And I've never spoken to them before, which is, it, it still plagues me and it's very odd and weird, but um, nonetheless, mm-hmm. um, I like that service. Okay. Well, Miriam Webster defines irregardless as non-standard but meaning the same as regardless, many people find irregardless to be a nonsensical word as the IR prefix usually functions to indicate negation. However, in this case, it appears to function as an intensifier. I, I like that. So irregardless. it's the same thing as regardless. I do feel like it has a bigger impact, like a a, a wow factor that regardless just it can't hold a candle to it. So right. I still say it. I just, now I'm always going to, there's I don't this think teacher, I've ever said regardless. This teacher who writes things on a board and is like, is this right or wrong or whatever? And I learned like five really important things, but now I can't remember a single one of the other things that I learned. Well, one stuck. One stuck. But now I don't want to make people question it either because who am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not an English teacher. That's for sure. Well, Miriam said... <laughs> It exists. Said you can say it, but it, some dictionaries or people don't count it as a word. So, I don't know. Okay. To each their own. To the, thine own self be true. Okay. That's that's a quote. Shakespeare? By... Sounds no. like something Shakespeare would say. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. We should probably look it up because I don't want to sound unintelligent. What was it? To thine own self? To thine own self be true. What's it from? Mm-hmm. Looks like Shakespeare. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I'm very Shakespearean. But so. I'm, like, just doing a quick search. I think so. Okay. I don't even Great. know what had I pulled Hamlet. that out of. To thine Hamlet. own self be true. Hamlet. Well, there you go. Okay. Fun facts. So many fun facts. Okay, so anyways, we were chit-chatting about um, Dear Future Me, and then I couldn't stop singing, Dear Future Husband, here's a few things when I you need to know. I thought it was from like the Muppets, but it turns out it's from just a Megan Trainer, right? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. a fun song. Yeah. Um, but Dear Future Self, and Connor's applying to college, and we're doing all these things and there was um 
a close person, very close person in my life, her son passed away recently and just got us all thinking about like at the end of the day, like what are we thinking about of the chapters we have written and the stories we have told and created in our lives or I guess the story of our life. The story of my life. Oh, I really know that song because it's One Direction. Uh-huh. But I I just wasn't thinking about it. And you know I have to be thinking really hard to <laughs> Okay, so anyways, so after uh Aaron's episode, which I believe is our last episode, we started oh chatting gosh, about wow. um all of these stories and we often say like share your story with us. But then that's kind of um limiting you to just having one story that defines your life. And when we have people who come on and share their stories for the podcast um you know you find that like this might be a part of someone's life but there's all these other chapters and other stories that compile the whole what's the word book yeah book of life your (laughs) your book your yeah novella is that italian for novel i don't even know your memoir your memoir Um, yeah so if you don't want to get stuck in just one story. It's like, okay, well, that was a chapter, and now I'm writing this next chapter and making it even better than the last one. So if we're writing all these chapters and compiling all these stories, when we look back at the end of the day and, you know, think on our lives, and I think that's probably a good practice to do all the time, no matter what age you are, to be like, hey, let's do a little self-reflection and see – all these beautiful memories and then all these things that maybe didn't go so great or maybe areas that I'm not finding the most happiness or love in and how can I, you know, close those chapters or rework them for my final manuscript. Right. Because we we know when we talk about this all the time that change is inevitable but growth is optional. Mm-hmm. And so taking that knowledge, what we call wisdom, because it truly is so true and so important. But if you think about that, um, how do you want to grow? And what do you want to tell your future self that you've learned today that you you want to be able to hold on to or remember or reflect upon when A, B, or C happens to you down the line? Like, mm-hmm. What are those mantras or um, – I don't know, feelings or memories that you want to collect and maybe something good to do is journal. I know you journal a lot more than I do, but um, yeah, I mean, what is life if you're not always at least understanding and believing that you can get better every single day in one way or another? Yeah. And not just like going through also it's, Like if you're reading a story, so CS made this cute, um, what was that? Like an iMovie lots of years ago. Oh my gosh. It was about our Think Dare and it was shown to some middle school classes, right? And it was like, if your life was a movie, who would you want to invite to the premiere of the movie? Like who would be in the audience and when they're watching it, would they be proud? Would they be happy? Would they be disappointed would they be sad would they be you know 
the most important opinion is yourself of your own life and movie and stories, but would you be proud to show this movie to the people that you love in your life and who would you want there? Or would you be, you know, hoping certain people don't come and watch your whole movie because some of it might not be so pretty and you might not be proud of the stories you've created, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that also goes for like, A, can you be happy with the chapters you're writing? All these, I'm switching from movies to books and you get the analogy of life. They make movies from books. That's okay. true. Yeah. <laughs> the really good ones anyway. That's true. Um, but when you're going through it, it's like, okay, so this chapter might be like a sad or a disappointing chapter. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist and we should run away from it. But like, how does the next chapter then get better because of what happened in this one chapter that you might not love as a part of your life or your story, if that makes sense. But then at the same time, it's like, is every chapter just like bland and blurring and blurring and, (laughs) you know, just like going through the motions or are you living your life and like making each chapter incrementally better than the last and using the lessons from each chapter to make the future chapters that much better you know oh that was like it was blurring <laughs> it was not blurring at all it was i don't know how to Gotta throw an position. l in My in back. exciting but it it gives you a lot to think about when you think about it like that. Yeah. And then it's like, obviously, we say this, you can't control what's going to come at you in each chapter, in each story, but how we use that, go through it, grow from it, etc. You know. Yeah. And people, and even we, because I've looked at our posts even today from past years mm-hmm. uh talk a lot about seasons like I'm in this season mm-hmm. and I it's like kind of outdone now or I don't really know it's just it's not I don't really relate because seasons were long and why yeah. would you want to like look at your life like that but chapters some are really long and some are really short but the beauty of it is you have the pencil in your hand or you've got the keyboard at your fingertips and it's really up to you so even if like CP's was moving for half of this year. Oh God. But there were, there me. were, there were ebbs and ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. It ebbed and flowed, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, that wasn't just a, a whole chapter. Like, right. yes, it, it was. And it's all a part of the book. And perhaps it's like part 25. Uh, part um, that we're deleting from the story. <laughs> sure. And that's fine too. I think that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Just because you want to delete something doesn't mean that you can't take away things that you learned and mm-hmm. that you can then apply to your future life chapters, whatever. I forgot what Yeah, like my lesson about a is never like. move again. Just kidding. Right. But don't move in the midst of construction because that's horrible. But I'm grateful. <laughs> and I am a Wisconsinite again. So there we go. So many things to be great. I don't know when we left off, but yes. Wait, what? That's done. When we left oh, off on the podcast. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah, she's moved. She has moved. And it's That's so great. weird because CB comes up in conversations and 
Like for instance, there's a Lumal Nadis coming, which is a mm-hmm. like whenever I would go to visit CB in Chicago, she would always get me it, and she would send it to me too, and mm-hmm. for like special things. Or I think one time even when I was having a really really bad day, or I can't really remember, but it was amazing. Anyway, so I'm like, when I go to CB's house in, oh, I mean when I used to go to CB's house in Chicago, either either I. I mean, I don't, I don't actually know. Now, now I forget what I was talking about. <laughs> but the point is that it's a, it's a big adjustment. Like, yeah, as we're talking, I'm, I got to change your address in my address book. Oh well, I got to change my address, which I've told you because my husband has been telling me for about three to four months, change your address on everything. And did I listen? No, because why would I? And did I have a bunch of things ship to Illinois that now I'm getting like charged from the post office to deliver here because they're big packages from Amazon? Yes. And is it all my stupidity? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, back to what we were saying. I don't know how we tied into moving. Well... We're talking about chapters. Oh, the season and the chapters. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. I think the season thing, I get what it means, but I think chapters run into each other. Like you build off a chapter in a book when you're reading it or a movie builds off of itself. And I think if you think of it like this season, that's now just come and gone and done, but that's not really how life works. Not at all. I guess whatever analogy works best for you. How can you be thinking of like your final book? Because let's be honest, we don't know when the final page will be written. None of us do. But it's very true. And so will you live in a way that if my final page is written tomorrow, I'm going to be pretty dang excited for people to read my book? Yeah. Wouldn't it be so cool if every human could kind of write their book like no matter like it just happened automatically in life and then yeah. you could watch back someone's movie. Yeah. I mean it happens with like famous people, but that's other people retelling a story. But I guess if someone journaled really well, but then it's like who's really gonna read through all that? Well, I don't know. Anne Frank sure made a name for herself, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> I mean Correct. Now that's a journal. Correct. And I'm sure a lot of other people too. But then you know what else is crazy? It got me thinking, I think I was watching the movie Coco probably when I started talking about all this also, because it's like, remember if they don't put the picture on the... I've never seen Coco. <gasps> Stop it. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Colleen. I know. Oh, this you is how I felt last week when I found it. out that my husband and the other Colleen haven't seen Castaway. I haven't seen Castaway either, so... <laughs> But you being like a... I know. It's really good. Please watch what it. What happened was that like Did your my kids parents... Did you they, they saw it in the theaters with a grandparent or something. Mm-hmm. And then they thought it was really scary or one of them did. Mm-hmm. And so then yeah, when it came yeah. out, who someone was like, oh, that that was really scary for her. I think it was probably Shannon. No. So then we never watched it. it. Tonight. Oh, dokey. Oh, Is it on Disney? Yeah. Okay. All right. But it's really all about like your ancestors and if so it's I believe they're celebrating like day of the dead 
But if you don't put up your ancestors' pictures or like tell stories about them, they fade out into like the forgotten and the not remembered, which when you really think about it, I guess eventually generation upon generation that happens, which is really sad. Right. Macklemore even sings about it. What's he say? You you die twice. Oh, twice. Yeah. Yeah. First time is when they bury in the grave and the second time is the last time somebody mentioned your name. Yes. And this is what Coco is about and it's really good and it's about this young boy learning about this history and his family and then getting his grandfather's picture back on the mantle so that he can be remembered and live on, live on. And it's, Oh, it's really good. Right. And anyway, so then it got me thinking like, what if your story stops being told? Right. Like, did you make a big enough impact for even your loved ones? And we also talk about that when like people die and people don't want to bring it up because it's sad, but it's like, if we don't bring up those people, then what they just now I believe in spirits obviously and I believe they're always around us and I believe they're up there like screw you guys why aren't you talking about me more like I don't care if you're sad talk about me spread my stuff right that's what I would be like my name isn't coming out of your mouth 10 times a day the heck is wrong with you child I birthed you (laughs) right right take take all the time you need but but Personally, mm-hmm. it's definitely very cathartic and therapeutic yeah. to talk about. And, I mean, it, it doesn't make it easier, but in a way, it lessens the pain because they're still with you. And, and Yeah, because so, otherwise yeah. it's like, what's it good for if people stop talking about the people that have passed? Right. You know? You're right. If they avoid You're it so because right. people avoid discomfort. And I get it. But, like – the more you talk about it, the more it's a beautiful, you know, reminder of that person. And then they're around more like emotionally and spiritually and all that stuff. Instead of just like, we don't want to talk about it because we're uncomfortable. So let's pretend it never happened. Right. And that's kind of, I mean, you tell me if this doesn't tie in in any way, shape or form, but, uh, I was thinking this morning I was spinning and I was thinking if you've ever been spinning, I don't know that this would really apply to just like bicycling. I'd like to say it does, but when you're spinning, you can add traction. Like Mm -hmm. you can put, I mean, I guess it's. Yeah. And they're like, turn it up. And then I reach down and pretend I'm turning it up. But (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure I've, I've done that too, for sure. But it's so interesting that. When I'm, I feel I'm like breathless and I'm I'm spinning. And then when I add gear, mm-hmm. it becomes harder but easier at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like the things that you think are going to make you uncomfortable actually give you more stability. Or the things that you don't want to do because you feel like, oh, it's going to be harder, set you up for success. So you can apply that to so many things in life. Like, uh I have hooks in my kids' rooms and the clothes that they're wearing tomorrow are on the hooks the night before. Mm-hmm. Little things like that. Uh, packing lunches after they go to school at like 7.30 in the morning rather than late at night. Little teeny tiny things like that that I used to not do because I – who wants to do those things? Mm-hmm. But just like doing the things 
and like turning the gear up a little bit, it really makes for a more even, steady, bountiful ride. And also you yeah. get better results. And so I know, and, and that's the same thing with like suppressing grief, mm-hmm. memories, things like that. Um, and if you've never tuned in before, I lost my sister about almost seven and a half years ago. And my mom did not talk about my sister to my sister's boys until this past summer. Mm-hmm. And there, there's so much relief that came from that because now she feels so much more free to talk about her mm-hmm. that, you know, and it, and it was, you know, anyway, uh, everybody has their own journey with grief and things like that. And I'm not saying that one way's right and one way's not, but it was also such a huge relief for me. Mm-hmm. It, but, but all my mom was thinking was that the boys just think I never talk about her when what it was was that it was just too hard to talk about her. But the boys were never thinking that. Um, we all we all just need to be more gracious toward people's feelings and how they go through things, not just losing people, but going through hard times. I mean, the last couple of years have been really hard for pretty much the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. And we have a quote that we're going to be posting for World Kindness Day, but if you're tuning in... I mean, this is what I've been doing for how how many hours now, and I need to, like, look for it. Uh, But it's – this is the quote. Press play. Maybe it's not about deciding who is worthy or deserving of a little extra kindness. Maybe it is understanding that everybody does. And I think if we could just approach life a little bit more like that – And I don't know if you talk about this with your kids at home. My kids are very tit for tat. Like, I hate that expression because when I say it slowly, it sounds inappropriate. But they are like, well, Ryan got a pack of Pokemon cards with mom at dinner. And how many chicken fingers did you eat? Because mom went, I'm going to write it down. And I'm, I'm trying so hard to help them to understand that that is not what life is about. It is about Mm -hmm. enjoying experiences and not comparing your experiences because comparison is the thief of joy. And I'm trying to ingrain that in their little brains. But I don't know why I started talking about that. Oh, just like assuming and comparing and whatever. If we could just – everybody has a blank slate. Maybe Debbie was a total B-I-T-C-H-G-U in carpool last week. Mm -hmm. But maybe Debbie stepped in a pile of vomit – Right before she walked out the door. Maybe Debbie's dog puked on her lap in the puked middle of car on lap. Her lap. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you have to get out of the car with puke on your lap? Um, I couldn't. I was like kind of just trapped in a pile of puke. So I called my friend whose husband was a couple cars behind me. And oh, he had like okay. paper towels in the car. So he came to my window so I could at least scoop it up. Ew. I would have thrown up in my own lap after that, and then it would have just been ugh, even worse. Yeah, there was literally a dead bee in her throw up. A dead bee, bark, mulch. I mean, yeah. My mom just keeps laughing because when I was going to look at the dog, she sent me like a ten-page text about all the reasons I should not, and like all the things they say about Jack Russells. And so when I'll be like, oh, this, she's like, that was in my text. (laughs) That was in my warning text. (laughs) I'm like, okay, Judy, you love her. Right. Well, there's a million reasons stacked up against why one should not get a dog. 
Right. But there but. are a million and five reasons. Mm -hmm. So sorry, but Very the way cute. science works, I feel like that stack mm -hmm. is taller. It's better. <laughs> it's better. Um, I don't know if it's science or math or just okay, common sense. Okay, going back now, because where you started and where we left off is – it was a good – I liked your – Welcome to You Fit Here. Roller coaster, but the um, tread on the bike, turning yeah, yeah. up the intensity. I love that. I think I know. that's a really good analogy because it can go for anything you want in life. Mm -hmm. And you might not want to do it, but maybe it's the best thing for the outcome that you want. Yeah. And so I like that. It's something I've known for a long time, but – in anticipation for this conversation, mm -hmm. I was like, like a light bulb. And of course, then I was like, I'm totally going to do a story about this because I've been, I, I haven't done a story in a, for ages and I know that I need to do more stories. And I was like, I really need to do a story about this. But I was wearing my Tim Riggins tank top, dripping sweat, and my daughter is getting tutored at 7 a.m. So it's a real crapshoot in the morning lately. And I was, and then I forgot. And then I was like, I'll just talk about it on the podcast. But dear future me. Do more stories. Same. I hope you do more stories. Do more stories. I know. People love to hear stuff like that. Those are the those are the things I like to watch and listen to. It's like so relatable and just a great way to look at life. Like yeah. doing the hard things. Like you gotta you gotta do the hard things mm -hmm. if you want the workout to get easier, if you want your life to run more smoothly or operate more smoothly or whatever. Did you see lots of posts from the NYC marathon? No. Oh, I saw lots of posts um, of people who ran it and like their stories and stuff. And I feel like just being at a marathon would just give you this like overwhelming. Uh, and someone who was, who was it? Some celebrity, I don't know, was there cheering people on and she was saying like, all I can think about is that every person that I'm watching run and do this incredibly hard thing has like their own story and their own reason why they're running and blah, blah, blah. And I just want to like ask every single person like, what's your story? What's your why? Why are you doing this? And I think those things that like you can collectively find – I don't know, love and appreciation for people and not this like angry place that we've been living in for so long. If we could just get back to that and let humans be humans and add to their stories in a positive way and not in a negative way. It's just, you know, what's it all for? Let's write some good stories. Yeah. And it's kind of like, no pressure, ha, ha, ha. But also, this is it, your life. This, mm -hmm. this is the only one you get. And so it's not really about pressure. It's about making decisions and making choices and making changes mm -hmm. because we have the choice to make changes. Yeah, sometimes change is scary, but the changes that we have control over, mm -hmm. why not just make those changes and and do the hard things and, and do the uncomfortable things and sit in that discomfort sometimes even because it also helps you appreciate. Sit in that pile of puke. I mean, you know, I mean, no, we watched Pitch Perfect last night. It was just kind of I like on Pitch in the background. But but it's probably not technically appropriate, but it was like the edited version, so it was probably fine. But uh, 
my daughters loved not the first puke scene, but the second puke scene when she like lets herself <laughs> and then the funny girl who was They're all falling uh, up. Like fall. Yeah, it's so disgusting and gross. And I was yeah. just <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I hate puke. I can't. So gross. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me swallow it down. Um <laughs> anyways. Yeah. I love all this. I think it's great. I think you get some water over there. Open a window. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'd be more grossed out at the raw chicken breast on my floor. <laughs> yeah, that didn't really phase me. Really, she's she's at Happy Dog Hotel and Day Spa today. So, oh. oh, and it it's I feel so bad, but I do feel very, very, very extra blessed this year because all five of my kids are at school full full day. Mm-hmm. You know, on their rare occasion that there's a positive COVID case or someone is running a fever or whatever, those mm-hmm. days are not my favorite. But I appreciate these days more because of those days. So that's, you know, a bright side. But, wow, people who don't have dogs, wow. (laughs) All circles back. Oh, my gosh. You're literally listening to the biggest dog lover that I've ever met in my life, CB. Mm -hmm. And even my family now, when we see a dog in a car or out and about, everybody makes the biggest deal about that dog. And they they were up on the couch for two months when we got Rachel. So they've come so far and they've adopted this. I mean, I guess it was probably in them all along, but they just didn't have a dog to love at home. So yeah. she's, she's a part of the family. It's hard to trust people who don't love dogs. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not their fault. It's probably their parents' fault. <laughs> Yeah. Everything goes back to that. Or like they had a really traumatizing experience, which I can understand. But they're just missing out on so much goodness in their life. Right. Yeah. Amen. This morning I was letting Pip out and like the sun's just kind of coming up. And we have so much freaking forest wildlife in our yard. And this huge buck with like a giant rack was just standing there staring at us. And Pip didn't even notice at first. And I was just like, let me roll my video just in case and see if, like, she barks or gets brave. She noticed him for a second and then just, like, ran away. But I was like, oh, God, what if she runs through the fence and chases after this giant deer? Wait, does she, like, chase squirrels? Um, Not yet. Okay. She'll, like, Keep me posted. perk up and bark. But she likes to sneak through our fence because she's still small enough to. And normally then if I just run into the house really fast, she'll just come right back and chase me into the house. So it's been fine. But once she gets a little bit more brave, I'm screwed. So. But dear future me, mm-hmm. in the future your dog will be older and calmer. And fatter, and you will, hopefully. Can't fit and, through the fence. And that. But – Opposite for Rachel because she she's on a good steady weight l- life journey right now. So yeah, we gotta <laughs> we gotta keep up that momentum. But I mean, because it's unhealthy for dogs to certain dogs. Anyway, oh yeah, Kingston got up to anyway. one thirteen. She had to lose thirteen pounds once upon a time. I think our most that we had to lose was like six pounds, but it was you know it's a lot of pressure on the owner because you just mm-hmm. kind of take a look at well. What can I do differently? Yeah. I think I need to train Pip to run on um, my parents' old treadmill. Ooh. I know it can be done. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I also love the videos of dogs that get up on those trampolines with the nets. Oh, yeah, totally. The best. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the best. Oh, 
We okay. we took our family pictures this weekend with a tripod. Oh, that's exciting. It, one is fine. It'll be good enough. It's you know it's not great, but not none of none of them is Rachel. Mm-hmm. No, but she's yeah. in it, and that's all that matters. And she's part of the family. So anyway, um, that's great because I need you to make me a holiday card that's like, oh, by the way, we moved. Don't send all your crap to Illinois because I didn't change my address anywhere. <laughs> you could use one of your. What's your most recent family photo? We can talk about it. We can talk about this later, but it was blurry. I know, I know, but I need like a remembrance to Kingston on one side, and then uh oh, and now we got the devil, (laughs) right? And and we moved. Okay. Anyways, dear future self, what are the chapters we're writing? How are we turning our stories into lessons and? turning up the resistance to make it Mm -hmm. this one crazy hard but awesome life great yeah amen oh i did see this other post that i was going to screenshot and i totally forgot um um it said something about if you weren't here the concept was like you matter If you weren't here, like the ripple effect of things that would not happen in the world because of you not being here, like is so great that you can't even count like the number of ways your life has impacted so many scenarios and situations and people's days and whatever. And so like you are here for a reason, you are important and imagine all the things that would change. Like what's that movie where it's. Oh, have you seen that show, Ordinary Joe? No. Oh, okay. So my husband was randomly watching it, and I was folding laundry, and I'm like, oh, this is so fascinating. It's a guy, and it flips between the three versions of his life that he could have chosen or gone down pathwise with, like, a relationship, job, et cetera. And it's so cool because every – like, the actors all stay the same, but they're all in – different scenarios in each path that he chose but it was really cool because it's like that one decision that you make can change the course of history basically so is the ripple effect you're making like acknowledge it and know your worth and your importance and then make that ripple even bigger and better wow but it did seem like a interesting show to just kind of watch for fun I mean, we could dedicate an entire episode right now to television, but we won't. We won't do that. You know how far behind I am on television? I can't even talk about it. I don't want you to talk about it. Oh, it's very upsetting. Um, But there was one other thing I was just about to say. What was it? Frick. Ordinary Joe was right before that. Ripple effect. Important. Oh, you want to know my bad news? I sure do. just texted me. Colleen and I went on a mission to find cabinet hardware. And we found the most beautiful glass-looking handles from Anthropology. Yes, we and did. We're turning all of them, but they That's have great really customer sad. service. That's they really They reshipped sad. me a whole new batch of ones that could work, and they all just shatter in your hands. So, not ideal. Um, but they have been so great about customer service. But it was very upsetting. So that's all. I need new hardware. <laughs> I'm telling you, 
they're not the same, but I did find some really cute glass stone hardware at Menards, but there there's only like clear, mm-hmm. like uh, blurry clear. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I want. I wanted it like sea glass. And then light pink. And I, I, I thought they were knobs that I could put into the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, like, mm-hmm. but oh, they're yeah, yeah. definitely hardware. So I went ahead and just changed the girls' bathroom hardware out and they love it. It's so cute. Well, my issue is that all the dr- holes are pre-drilled. So I have to find something that's three inches because I'm, I can't redo this. Anyways, okay. That's the text I just received while we were chatting. And future me, buy hardware from a reputable hardware place that has to abide by manufacturing standards. And not anthropology, although we love totally their accessories and darling things yep. that they yep. sell. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, All right, guys. Think about your stories and the chapters you're writing and make your ripple really great and big and wonderful and to the point where people just can't stop talking about you even when you are on the other side and you're um, on the mantle for the Day of the Dead because Colleen's going to go watch Coco and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. It's really good. I promise. Well, it it will happen within one week. Great. Um, Do us a solid and share – screenshot, respond, tell us any of your thoughts, all the good stuff, and share with family and friends who might like our ramblings and follow us on social. Way to, way to, way to put it there. Oh, you know, there we go. There we just go. All, it's all coming back. It's all, it's all coming back to me now. There were moments. Of- okay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>